Praise the Lord. You are listening to a word from the Lord, a radio and internet ministry of the Refuge Temple Church of Burlington, North Carolina. Refuge Temple Church is located in the heart of Burlington, NC at 152 North Main Street. Our pastor is Bishop Reginald J. Davis. Refuge Temple Church is a spirit-filled, Bible-believing, multicultural ministry ordained by Jesus Christ to serve him, his kingdom, and the community from Main Street to the world. We welcome you to join us now for anointed music and the word of God. Get your Bibles, hallelujah, and join me in the word of God today. In the book of Exodus, Exodus chapter number 14, Exodus chapter 14, and we shall begin reading at verse number 10, Exodus chapter 14. Once again, if you need prayer, you can call Refuge Temple right now at 336-570-3664, and somebody will pray with you and someone will pray for you at 336 570 3664. Exodus chapter number 14 and verse number 10. Exodus chapter 14 and verse number 10. The Bible says, And when Pharaoh drew nigh, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them, and they were so afraid. And the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord. And they said unto Moses, because there were no graves in Egypt, hast thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wherefore, why hast thou dealt thus with us to carry us forth out of Egypt? Is not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, let us alone, that we may serve the Egyptians? Where it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. And Moses said unto the people, Fear not, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you today. For the Egyptians whom ye have seen today, ye shall see them again no more forever. The Lord shall fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace. And the Lord said unto Moses, Why criest thou unto me? Speak unto the children of Israel that they may go forward, but lift up thy rod and stretch out thy hand over the sea and divide it, and the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. God bless you. You can be seated. I want to talk to you for just a moment today from the subject, the Lord will make the way, but we must follow instructions. The Lord will make the way, but we must follow instructions. We are now um, months, it's not even weeks anymore, we are now months in the midst of this pandemic, coronavirus, COVID-19, whatever you choose to call it, continues to grip the earth, continues to challenge Humanity in every country, on every continent, and in every state in the Union. Um, here in North Carolina, it is um, at least one victim of this disease in every county 
um, in 93 rather of the 100 counties in North Carolina. And as I've been sitting and watching and listening and reflecting, one of the problems that we have dealt with in the midst of the pandemic is confusion because we have received so many different messages from people who are responsible for our safety and responsible for our care and our conduct. Um, when the coronavirus first made its way to the media, we were told by some, don't worry about it. It's going to miss us. It's going to pass us by. It's, um, it's fake. It's, it's, it's a plot. It's a political scheme. And, and so we lost some precious time not preparing, praise God. While we argued about whether or not it was real or not, we lost time, time that we could have used to get ventilators and to get protective equipment and face masks and to make more sanitizer and things of that nature. We lost time with misinformation. And, and then as we looked at the landscape across the country, it, it, it varied. In some places, they had just about shut everything down, every store, every restaurant, every activity. And then some places were still going to the beach. Come on, somebody. Still hanging out, still engaging and frolicking and doing whatever they do. And even now, I was, I was stunned when I looked at the news this morning and discovered that the governor or the, the local governments in Florida had opened some of the beaches. People dying in New York and people dying in Florida, but yet they thought it necessary to open the beach so people could run and look at the water, I guess, one more time. And so, so we're seeing so many mixed messages. We're even struggling because as it's passing, and I, I do believe it's passing, I do believe the Lord is going to heal, and I do believe God is going to protect us, but I also believe we have to be wise in how we do what we do. Hallelujah. But now we're in a debate whether or not we should reopen businesses and reopen schools and reopen activities, praise our God, when we still don't have tests for everybody and we still don't have, we don't have a vaccine for this. You either, and, and, and there are people that can be asymptomatic and still carry the disease. And so they might be going from person to person infecting others. And then some of us want to end social distancing. There was a, a protest in Michigan where people came to the state capitol saying, let us free, let us let us alone so we can go back to our normal lives and don't worry, even though people are dying all over the country. And so in, in order to minimize confusion, you got to have a clear message and you got to have clear instructions because in the absence of clear information, praise our God, there is confusion and confusion can be as dangerous as the problem itself. If you're confused about what you should do, if you're confused about how you should do, if you're confused about what next steps you ought to take, that can be as dangerous as being sick yourself. And so I, I think it's important that the church, even in this body, in this time, have a clear message that and, and it's important, not that we all say exactly the same thing, but it is important that everybody has a word from the Lord. It, it's important, praise our God, that we not allow ourselves just to operate out of emotion, operate out of what we think sounds good, operate out of what we think will elicit a certain amount of responses, but it's important that we have a clear word from God. And, and, and so in the midst of all of this, in the midst of social distancing, 
advancing in the midst of changing how we do ministry from, praise God, face-to-face to cyber in, in the midst of trying to make sure people are cared for and accounted for, it's extremely important that the church is hearing from God. Oh, that's why I would tell everybody that knows how to pray, this is the time for you to get a prayer through. This is not the time for you to rely on the prayer of your pastor or the prayer of the mothers or the prayer of the elders, but this is a time when I need to hear from God himself. I need to know that God is listening to me. I need to know that God is hearing me. I need to know that God is responding to me, and I need to know that God is going to take care of me in the midst of this. That's why I'm just thanking God right now for personal prayer time. Anybody had personal prayer time? Oh, hallelujah, because in the midst of my personal prayer time, God has assured me that he's going to take care of me. Oh, hallelujah. I'm not saying that God said I'll never get sick, but I'm saying God said he would take care of me. Oh, God, I'm not here to predict day to day, moment by moment, but I am here to say that I am covered by the hand of God. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. He is my God. Hallelujah. In him will I trust. Hallelujah. So I'm, I'm encouraged because God has been speaking even in the midst of everything that is going on. And the one thing God shared with me, hallelujah, and this is the beginning of a couple of messages, oh God, under this same theme of getting through. And I came to tell somebody that God is going to get us through this. Oh, hallelujah. I need you to, oh God, I need you to affirm that. Oh God, just yell across the aisle. God's going to get us through this. Oh, hallelujah. If you're watching, oh God, by Facebook, just type in, God is going to get us through this. Oh God, this is not the end of my destiny, not the end of my story, but God is going to get us, hallelujah, through this. I came to tell somebody that's wavering that's worried, that's in some way anxious to just understand that God is going to get us through this. Oh God, I don't know when, I don't know all the details, don't have all the ins and outs, but I do have the assurance of the God that I serve, that God Hashanama is going to get us through this. Oh, hallelujah. And so I just came to reaffirm to somebody. You say, well, Bishop, how can you say that with such exactitude and such authority? Because everyone where I read in my Bible, God is sovereign, oh God, and God is a way maker. Oh, hallelujah. Everywhere I read in my Bible, God is never shut out. God is never without an answer. God is never without a solution. God is never without a plan. He knows the end from the beginning. So before Corona showed up, God already had the way for us to get through us. Oh, hallelujah. God is always in control. God is never out of control. And God is always, God is always making a way. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody type that in. God is always making a way. Oh, God, I know this is different because everybody is going through at the same time. But if you would look back over your life, this is not the first time you've been in a situation and needed God to make a way. It's not the first time you've had trouble. Not the first time you've had anxiety. Not the first time you've had 
had difficulty and if God made a way before he is the changeless God oh hallelujah he's the God that does not change he's the God that cannot change he's the God that cannot lie oh hallelujah and he promised to take care of us so he is always in control and he is always making a way. I'm coming back to Exodus, but flip over with me to Isaiah for just a quick second and read with me in Isaiah chapter 43, hallelujah, and verse number 18 and 19, hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 43 and verses 18 and 19. The Bible says, remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. 19, behold, I do a new thing, and now it shall spring forth. Oh, hallelujah, shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the desert and rivers, in the wilderness rather, and rivers in the desert. Now, uh, now I want to be very clear, and people have been talking about this with all of the different changes and the closings and the social distancing that we are now living in what is called a new normal. That, that life has changed for us. And, and, and I'm going to say this, life has always been about change. And, and, and the people that survive, listen to me, are the people that can adapt to the changes. Oh, hallelujah. If you can shift with the change. It doesn't mean changing principle, doesn't mean changing God's word, but you may have to change some of your practices. You may have to change some of your dispositions. And I would say even beyond the social distancing and the hand washing and wearing gloves and wearing masks in, in, in large settings, I need us to think about what about my life needs to change? What about my faith has been dysfunctional? What about my behavior has been off that in this time I should be examining myself saying Lord what is it about me that needs to change in this season if I'm going to live and survive and overcome I need to know God what do I need to do and the Lord said stop looking back at the past and stop living in the past and stop living in what happened yesterday because I'm not the God that was I'm the God that is oh hallelujah I'm not a has been but I'm the eternal God from everlasting to everlasting God says I am God I haven't changed oh God I am who I have always been and when you wrap yourself up in the eternal God you have safety today you've got safety tomorrow you've got safety next week come on thank God that he's the eternal God oh hallelujah and he makes this statement he says I will do a new thing oh God I will do a new thing. I listen to me. Oh God, God is saying, I will do a new thing. And I will even, oh God, make ways in the wilderness. Hallelujah. We're dealing with some stuff now. I never thought the day would come in my life when I would see Walmart's shelves empty. But God says, I'll make a way. Come on, somebody. Never thought I'd see a day in my life where I, I went out trying to buy eggs. Come on, somebody, this morning. And I couldn't find an egg in the city of Mebane. Come on, somebody. But I'm not worried because God said, I'll make a way. Come on, somebody. Oh, God, as long as there's chickens, there's going to be some eggs. Come on, somebody. Oh, God, I'll make a way. So I don't need us to be afraid and I don't need us to be worried. I don't need us to be living in fear because we have the promise of God 
God that he'll make a way in the wilderness he'll make rivers in the desert that means whatever is not here if I need it God can provide it oh hallelujah whatever is missing I need somebody to remind themselves oh God don't worry thank God for the stimulus checks if you got one thank God for provision thank God for being paid from working at home but if there was nothing you'd have the assurance of God that I have never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread anybody here know God's a way maker before there was a stimulus there was a way making God before there were checks with Donald Trump's name on them there was a way making God and he hasn't stopped making a way come on and shout hallelujah he hadn't stopped making a way Hallelujah. And so I came to make this first point that God is going to make a way. Hallelujah. Don't have all the details. And this message is not about the details. It's about the assurance that God is going to make a way. Oh God, I'm talking to somebody that's worried about life, worried about bills, worried about family, worried about sickness. I came to remind you that you serve a way making God who always opens doors. In fact, he is the door. Oh, hallelujah. So I'm never trapped. I'm never in a position where I can't get out because God is going to always make a way, oh hallelujah, for me. Oh, bless the name of our God. Let's go to the text and unpack a few things. This is a familiar story, and so, um, and I'm, I'm not preaching it because it's familiar. I'm preaching it because it is here to remind us of how we ought to respond in the midst of getting through something. And as I said a moment ago, God is going to get us, praise our God, through this. But you can look at Israel, you can look at Moses, you can look at God in this story and understand some very important things that are critical to us getting through this situation, oh God, at this season of life. Israel, verse four, chapter 14 is interesting because it lets us know that God was fully in control of the situation. In, in, in the verse verses of chapter 14, Moses is told by God to move the children of Israel towards the Red Sea. Now, why would God put us in a position that there's no escape? Because is, he knew that Pharaoh was pursuing. He knew that Pharaoh was coming after them. He knew that when you get to the water, unless you got a boat, there's nowhere to go but in the water. But yet God says, take them and put them there. Because the devil is going to think, or Pharaoh is going to think, that they're trapped. But Pharaoh has forgotten that I'm the way-making God. Oh, hallelujah. I need y'all to get this. Because, you know... I'm hearing and I'm not here to say that God sent Corona or God didn't send Corona, but I'm here to say God's going to show himself in the midst of Corona. Oh God, he's God in every situation. He doesn't cease to be God because you're broke, you're sick, you're in trouble, you're depressed. He's God in the midst of all of that. And I came to tell somebody that feels trapped, God is about to show himself to be the God that he is, the God that does does not fail the God that cannot lie the God that cannot come short of his promise God said told Moses 
take them to the Red Sea because I'm about to show Pharaoh that I'm the God that's in control. He thinks he's a God. He thinks he's the son of the living Horus. But I'm about to show that Pharaoh that I'm the God that spoke and it was done. I commanded and it stood fast. I hung the earth on the hinges of nothingness. I speak and things happen. I speak and people come to life. I speak and deliverance comes. I speak and people are healed. God's about to show himself. Oh my God in the midst of this. So he commands Moses to take Israel to the edge of the Red Sea. And as they get towards the Red Sea, somehow they get word that Pharaoh is in pursuit of them. And I need to say this to everybody, and I've tried very hard to just remind the saints that how we respond in this season is critical. Oh, hallelujah. How we respond in this season is critical. One of the first things the Lord told me to tell the body of Christ is no matter what they see and no matter what they experience, do not complain. Because nothing intensifies the wrath of God than complaining. Oh, hallelujah. I know we've been inconvenienced. I know some of us are worried because we haven't been to the hairdresser, haven't been to the barbershop, hadn't gotten our nails done. Oh, God can't do what we normally do but I need you not to complain I need you to get up every morning and lift your hands and say God I thank you because my eyes opened up oh hallelujah I need you to stop complaining about being inconvenienced so what if you got to stand in a line six feet away from somebody else just thank God you got legs to stand in the line oh hallelujah so what if you can't sit in the restaurant oh God and have people bring in your tea and bring in your meal to you. Just get in that drive through line and thank God for food. Or go home and cook and thank God for food. But stop complaining. Oh God, the Bible says in everything give thanks. Oh, it may not be the season that I want to be in, but if I'm alive, if I'm saved, I need to give God the glory. I need somebody watching, somebody in the sanctuary to make the devil a liar. And right here, right now, Let's give God the best praise we can give him. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually. Oh God, be in my mouth. Not going to complain. Not going to complain. Not going to complain. Going to say thank you for everything. Thank you for wearing a mask. Thank you for having gloves. Thank you for being able to sanitize. Thank you for being the healer of my body. Thank you for being my provider and my way maker. Somebody make the devil a liar and start giving God thanks right now. Because God is still worthy. Oh, hallelujah. But Israel made some tragic mistakes that became lifetime habits. Because what you do, believe it or not, under stress is the real revelation of what you're about and who you are. Come on, somebody. See, you don't know what's in somebody until you squeeze them. 
Come on here. Hallelujah. And all of us are being squeezed in some form or fashion. And it's the squeezing that's revealing some things in us. Oh, God, the one thing that I know we are is pampered and a little bit spoiled. Come on, somebody. The one thing I know we are is a little bit taken in ourselves. Oh, God, I, I, I was so touched because while we're worrying about takeout versus restaurants, there were people, oh, God, that told me yesterday, they said, Pastor, oh, God, they've forgotten about us. Oh, God, homeless folk in the midst of this corona. They are ignoring us hallelujah and whereas they tried to accommodate us now nobody cares about us and I said Lord thank you for grace because that could have been me I need an honest witness anybody been so broke that you could have been homeless but God made a way for you oh hallelujah and that doesn't make you better than the homeless it just makes you blessed in a homeless environment oh hallelujah so wherever you are and whatever you're doing you better find a way to give God the glory and you better find a way to trust him and you better close your mouth to complaining. Israel almost lost everything because they said to Moses, we told you to let us alone because we would rather serve the Egyptians than die in the wilderness. Here they were free but complaining about the manner of their freedom. Oh, hallelujah. And I need you to look at your life and say, my life may not be perfect, but thank God I'm free. Oh God, hallelujah. I'm a little inconvenienced, but thank God I'm free. Oh my God, things aren't the way I'm used to, but thank God that I'm free. Oh, somebody thank God for freedom right now. Somebody thank God for freedom right now. Moses looks at the, at, at the Israelites, and I'm in my instructions now. And the first instruction I need to give you is fear not. Hallelujah. Because I need you to understand that Satan thrives on the fear of people. Because if he can get you scared, he'll get you to make bad decisions. If he can get you frightened, he'll get you to give up your faith and start complaining and being melancholy. And that's why I, I showed the folks in Bible class on Wednesday that the word fear is found 400 times in the Bible. That means God is constantly trying to remind us not to be afraid. I heard the psalmist say, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life of whom shall I be afraid when the wicked even my enemies came upon me to eat up my flesh they stumbled and fell though a host should rise against me my heart shall not fear though war should rise against me in this will I be confident one thing if I desired of the Lord that will I seek after that I might dwell in the house of the Lord to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple why? Because in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. I need you to know you can't see it, but there's a covering, oh God, over your life. There's a covering over your family. There's a covering over your house. There's a covering over your body. There's a covering over your spirit. Somebody open your mouth and shout, I'm covered. Oh God, I'm covered. Thank God I'm covered. Hallelujah. 
Moses tells Israel not to fear. Because if you fear, you'll run from the enemy. And so the second instruction is to stand still. And oh yeah, why do I stand still? I stand still because it's better not to make a move than to make the wrong move. Come on, somebody. It's better not to move. And I, I know it, it's in us to always be active and always try to do something. But there comes some times where God just wants you to wait. God just wants you to stand still. Oh, God, that's why this quarantine stuff ain't so bad. Because some of us that are so busy now have the time to sit and wait. Oh, God, and to hear from God. And to hear what God has to say in the midst of this season. And I came to tell somebody God's trying to give instructions but you got to stop being so busy and just stand and wait until you hear from God if you don't know what to do just get on your face and say Lord I'm not moving until I hear from you I'm not trying to run I'm not trying to hide but I need to hear a clear word from the Lord oh come on and shout hallelujah then he tells them something that I just said, but I'm going to say it again. He said, you need to hold your peace. Oh my God. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. Church, I need us to be careful what we say and how we say it and how we open our mouths because Israel was destroyed because of their murmuring and complaining. And if you don't know how to praise them, just shut your mouth until you learn. Oh, hallelujah. If you don't know how to bless God in a tough season, just keep your mouth shut until you learn how to praise him. If you don't know what to say and you're afraid you might say the wrong thing, hold your peace because I will not curse myself. Oh, hallelujah. And before I curse myself, I'll shut my mouth until I get my faith together. And then I'll open my mouth and say, you know what? The Lord has never failed me yet. Anybody know that's true? That God has never failed me yet. He tells them to hold their peace. And then the Lord speaks to Moses. And he says to Moses very clearly, hallelujah, stop crying. Oh God, I came to tell somebody that's been crying in your midnight hours and crying in your lonely times and crying in your lonely paces that God is saying stop crying dry up your tears pull yourself together pull your faith together oh it's alright that you were afraid because everybody gets scared sometimes but the command of the Lord is to stop crying oh God and I need the church to lead the way to victory and to stop all of our complaining and all of our belly aching and begin to open our mouths and give God the glory because there's some promises in the word concerning crying have you not heard that those that sow in tears shall reap in joy so if I cried joy is on the way the psalmist said weeping may endure for the night but joy comes in the morning so I need you to dry your tears and lift your heads and say God is going to make a way. Why art thou cast down O my soul? Hope thou 
now in God. Open up your mouth and give God the glory. Somebody in this church, somebody watching at home, I need you to stop crying and start praising. Stop crying and start rejoicing. This is the day that the Lord has made with Corona, without Corona. But this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Somebody make the devil a liar. Open up your mouth. Give God the glory. This is the day that the Lord has made. This is the day. April 19th, 2020. The world in a pandemic. But this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad. I'll praise him anyhow. I'll bless him anyhow. I'll glorify him anyhow. Shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. Then the first command was to stand still. You only stand still to wait for instructions. There's about to be another command. And the command that came out of the mouth of God was tell Israel to go forward. Oh, hallelujah. I came to tell the church we might have to do it by Zoom. We might have to do it by Facebook. But the command of God to the church is go forward. Just don't sit. Get on your face. Just don't sit watching CNN. Get on your face. Talk to God. Get on your phone and witness. Get on your phone and encourage. Get on your phone and tell somebody God is still in charge. God is still in control. God is still a healer. Go forward. Don't back up. Go forward. Don't give up. Go forward. Don't slack off. Go forward. Don't die. Go forward. Go forward. Go forward. Go forward. Go forward. Go forward. Oh, say. Go forward. Go forward. And the last piece, God spoke to Moses and said, Moses, what's in your hand? He said, take that rod and stretch it out. Anybody here got the Holy Ghost? That's the rod that's in your hand. Take that rod, stretch it out over your house and say, no Corona coming in my house. Take that rod, stretch it out, and say, no lack coming in my house. Take that rod, stretch it out. My unsaved family is going to be saved. Take that rod, stretch it out. My backslidden friends are coming back to the Lord. Take that rod and stretch it out. If my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways. God said, I'll hear from heaven. I'll forgive their sin. I'll heal the land. 
church take the rod church take the rod church take the rod stretch it out oh katalama satanama go forward go forward somebody holler go forward somebody type go forward oh god the one thing that the enemy wants is for the church to be defeated all over and i'm gonna tell you this the government may have closed some buildings the government may have limited the size of our crowds but the government and even the devil cannot stop the church oh god bishop but you're only preaching to 10 folk that's okay that can't stop the church okay y'all hey that can't stop the church why not because Jesus said upon this rock I will build my church and the very gates of hell shall not God prevail somebody shout hallelujah the gates of hell shall not prevail and you know what? Crowds don't matter with truly saved people. I know some folks are devastated because it was never about ministry. It was about the stage. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. It was about showboating. It was about being impressive. It was about folk hollering at you. And making you think you're important. But God said, I'm going to show you, Ashatama, that as long as the church got the Holy Ghost, <laughs> as long as the church got the power, as long as the church has the anointing, you can shout at your house, you can shout in your living room, you can shout right here, what matters is my presence. And if two of you shall agree, touching anything I'll do it cause where two or three are gathered in my name there I am oh God so I'm gonna say this and I mean no disrespect we got less people but more God oh Shatama that'll hit y'all on the way home we got less people but more God oh God less faces but more God less bodies in the seats but more God oh more God and if God be for us who can be against us God is going to make a way but we have to follow instructions. Let him that has an ear hear what the Spirit says to the church. And quite honestly, because some of us are alone right now, 
we can hear from God better than we've ever heard before. Because sometimes, if I can be honest, people can be a distraction. Because the Lord's trying to speak, and folk keep texting you and writing you notes and whispering in your ear. And God says, sometimes I need you to be in a solitary place so you can hear what I'm saying to your spirit. There's some instructions. But the Lord sent me here today to tell somebody right now that God will see us through this. Anybody believe that? I need you to give God your best praise right now. Come on, give him the best one you got. Because God is going to see us. Oh, God is going to see us through this. And even now, the Lord is making a way. Even now, God is making a way. Even now, God is making a way. Yet, the Lord will make a way. Somehow. Oh, Shatanama. Like a ship tossed and driven. Battered by the angry seas. When the storms of life are raging. And the fury falls on me. I wonder what have I done. To make this race so hard to run. But I say to my soul. Soul, take courage. The Lord will make a way. You better start your praise Because the Lord Will make a way You may as well start your dance Because the Lord Will make a way He'll 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 make a way. He'll make a way. Oh, God. Don't look at me. Dance with me. Because the Lord will make a way. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Oh, God. Hey, God. He will. He will. He will. He hope that you were blessed by this broadcast today. If you desire prayer or want more information about our church, 
please call us at 336-570-3664. Again, that's 336-570-3664. You can also go to our website for more information about our ministry at www.refugetemplenc.com. Again, that's www.refugetemplenc.com. Pastor Reginald and Lady Charity Davis and the Refuge Temple family would like to invite you to worship with us whenever you are in the Burlington area. If this ministry has blessed you, please write to us at P.O. Box 3552 Burlington, N.C. 27215. That's P.O. Box 3552 Burlington, N.C. 27215. Or email us info at refugetemplenc.com. That's info at refugetemplenc.com. God bless you, and until next time, shalom, shalom.